Hey there, I want to welcome you to the Green Eyes Are a Rarity podcast, where the reflection of the show will be good and remarkable. Hey there, guys, and thank you for joining me on another episode of the Green Eyes Are a Rarity podcast. I know it's been a hot minute since I've put any uh, content on for you guys. And I just want to give my apologies where apology is due. And it is most definitely due to you guys. There's, uh, you know, there's been a lot of stuff that I've been doing behind the scenes to get this podcast up and running and going. If you follow me on any of the social medias or if you've seen me in person, you know, I've been hyping you guys up about it. And uh, I have put a official website out for the podcasts and it's at greeneyesarerarity.squarespace.com. Feel free to check it out and go to the um the it's the podcast gossip tab that kind of gives a little insight about what's going on with the podcast. And if you've been on there somewhat recently, you have seen what um what my thoughts are for this episode that you are listening to now. And it's just kind of about how do I expect someone else to come onto my podcast, be a guest, and get vulnerable in front of me and in front of my audience when yours truly has not done so. So that's kind of what this episode is going to be about, just giving you a little bit of a heads up. Um I've also been working on the official Green Eyes Are Rarity logo. If you, like I said, if you followed me on social media, you've seen the picture and the image of that. And I'm so excited about where it's all going. And I just thank you guys so much for all of your great support. I'm trying to decide what is the best way to go about recording this episode. Um, just because it is such a sensitive topic to me and my family members. And I just want to be as respectful as possible and not hurt anyone. Um, but basically, we, uh, my sisters, uh, there's me, and then I have two younger sisters. We have a mom who I would consider that is uh, medically schizophrenic, has some serious issues there, and will not seek medical attention. Um, just because she believes that that is not something that she has, thinks that, you know, that's not the issue, it's us. And, um, you know, it's very hurtful to have a parent like that, that believes that, you know, you are the issue when deep down they, they have something that's going on with them, something wrong. And, um, I just, she's just so sick and I don't really know exactly how to cope with maintaining a relationship that's hurtful and, Um, You know, some of the stuff that she would say to us is very controlling. And, you know, I believe definitely parents have a say-so in what should be going on their kids' lives for advice or, or, you know, or whatever. But it should never be degrading. It should never be degrading to the point where you feel hurt or damaged being around that person. And you hate to be around that person. And that is exactly the kind of relationship I feel like that you know, we had with our mom is she was very damaging to us and very hurtful to us. And, you know, I'm a believer on how you speak to your children matters, argument or not. You know, you know, I'm not a fan of we're, we were arguing mentality, you know, where the gloves were off mindset. You know, there's just some things 
you know, I'm not saying to someone I love, including my children. And that's the mindset that I always had. Um, and I have now more because I was a, a child of a parent who didn't care what she said to her kids, didn't care what, um, you know, how we received it or how we felt after something was said to us negatively. And I definitely believe that there is su- such thing as parenting, as um, discipline. But when it comes to degrading, like you are worthless, you are crap, you you knew better than this, you destroyed me. That is something that I believe is very, very, very destructive on a child's mind. And not just children, um, any kind of, any person, you know, if you're in a relationship with someone and they start treating you like that, or they say stuff to you like that, I get out of it. Just get out of it if you can, because that stuff I do not agree with at all. You know, I'm just not a fan of the quote unquote, we were arguing mentality. No. And I feel like we got that quote unquote, we are, are, we were arguing mentality a lot, But the only arguing that went on was our mother. So, you know, we experienced a lot of that, a lot of hurt, a lot of guilt in our own lives for, you know, why us? Why are we experiencing this when, you know, you see other families out there that are so happy and putting 100% into everything that um, is in each other's lives, parents are involved. You know, that's not necessarily true for every family, but it just seems like every family that was around us was perfect. There was nothing wrong with theirs. And, you know, it was a lot of hurt in our lives that we had to cope with at a very young age. Um, And I truly believe, honestly, that's why I got married so young is because I wanted to get out of the, the house that I was in with so much hurt and destruction and, uh, you know, despite and ugh, and don't, don't get me wrong, I don't want it to be perceived as I don't love my husband because I do. He saved me and I loved him. He was most definitely my prince in uh, Night in Shining Armor. And I love that, you know, God put him in my path to save me at such a young age because I cannot imagine where I would be if I had to endure any more hurt or pain from my mom any much longer. And now that I'm older, you know, I look back and I see um, what I could have done to to feel better about the situation, I guess. But even in the end, it really is not worth having a relationship with someone who continues to maintain that mindset um, of control, being controlling, telling us what to do, um, you know, threatening us and It's just something that I just choose to not pertain myself in. And it's better for me and for my family. Um, It's unfortunately really sad. But, um, you know, I have a great mother-in-law who stepped up to the plate and is a great mom for me and my stepmom. And um, so I don't really necessarily feel completely empty when it comes to holidays like Mother's Day or, um, you know, Thanksgiving when you're thankful for family members or you know, Christmas when you're thinking of getting certain family members gifts, you know, there is no guilt there because I'm, I'm full in my heart and, and just because of people who have filled those spots. Now, are there times when, you know, you reminisce and you feel that hurt like it's happening presently? 
Um, absolutely. You know, me and my sisters, you know, we often, when we get together or we'll message uh, back and forth and, you know, we'll just recall some of the things that we wish we could have done better or, you know, how it's impacted us or, you know, sometimes, you know, we'll just be laying in bed and crying about it just because it's like, it's really pitiful about our situation. And I hate pity. (laughs) Um, I really do because pitiful emotions are the most pitiful. Um, because you feel sorry for, sorry for yourself in the greatest degree. Um, and that's, that's when you, I feel like people hit the most hardest points of themselves. The most deepest levels of themselves is when they feel pity for themselves. Um, because it's, a part of us, a part of an emotion where you feel no hope. Because if you had hope, there would be no pitying. There would be, I don't know, just in a way, just joy, I guess, because you know you're over it. But when you have pity, you have that emotion of fear still inside of you. And there isn't really a time frame on when that pity or that fear will just disappear. You know, by the grace of God, he will give you hope and endurance through your seasons and help you to heal, but it's not just an overnight process. Um, you know, all of this happens, gosh, within the past 10 years. And sometimes it takes 50 years to get over something or 60 years or, um, you know, some people don't get over something just, just like that. Sometimes it takes quite some time to get over the situation. And sometimes you, you know, you want to feel like that you're not holding on to this fear any longer, this, this frustration, this memory. And sometimes you do feel like that your head is up and sometimes you feel like your head is down. It's just a process of healing. And that is most definitely how someone feels whenever they are getting that victory to something is just the healing process in itself. So guys, there's my story. There's my um, challenge walk um, and somewhat victory walk in a way just because I am, I'm living happily. I'm not upset. I'm not living in fear. I'm, I'm, you know, sometimes I do reminisce and have moments, but once again, that's that healing process and that healing process takes some time. And sometimes you can't do it alone. You got to do it with your, with other family members. Um, we, like I said, we talk, my sisters and I talk quite a bit about it and we reminisce and we just tell each other how much we love each other and how much we're there for each other if we ever need each other. And, and that's the best that you can do. So it's just that healing process. Thank you guys for joining me on another episode of the Green Eyes Are a Rarity podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Bosing, and I trust your reflection of the show was remarkable. Have a good one, guys. Mm-hmm.